Hello, everybody. This is Rick Napier, the founder at Real People USA, located in Sacramento County, California. And uh, I have a, a quick podcast episode that I want to do. I have to do it. I was connecting with a, a person on a social media platform that had some very stinging things to say about GOP candidates and the Republican Party and her lack of enthusiasm about what's going on. And the reason why this is so important, because I'm not really big into having a lot of followers. Uh, I'm just not a a person that uh, lives for, you know, thousands of followers on, on social media. Never been that way ever since it came out. So when I get someone who responds to something that I post, someone who uh, genuinely responds out of out of the blue and they are very passionate about their response and they're very passionate about their comments that speak that speaks volumes that speaks volumes because people how things work in life that I've discovered I mean, there's all types of like uh, things on social media that people post stuff because they're lonely. People post things because posting things have no uh, commitment. I mean, you can say that you're you're big, bad and mighty and you're the big GOP warrior. And uh, you can post that and, you know, metaphorically, you can go back into your cave into hiding. Um. So that's how, in my opinion, that's how most things are on social media. People post things on social media that they don't really don't, they really wouldn't take action on. They just feel great posting it because posting it has no accountability other than you post it and you feel good about posting it and you continue on with your your life without really without really taking any action. Um, so. When I posted this one uh, thing on post on social media, this woman, I, I believe she's a woman, she has a, a female picture. She just replied in, in such a way that I said, why don't you come and do a podcast episode to express um, how you feel about this? And the person was not someone who was eloquent in speech. And I totally get that. And um, so I just want to communicate what she said in, in her own words about how things are going in her eyes as a person that looks like she's been with the GOP for a number of years. It is, this is not someone who just became a GOP member at the age of 20 looks like someone who's been with the GOP for at least maybe 20 or 30 years. So the person believes that it's too late to fix the Republican Party. Um, The person really has a high has high regard for Project Veritas because they are really one of the few organizations that are doing something. It's almost like where are the GOP Congress people? Where are they? They're like hiding. No one's talking about hardly anything 
uh, regarding the, the vaccines and the mandates and the border crisis and uh, the shortage of, of foods, the, the 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 ships out in the port of Los Angeles and Long Beach just sitting out there, the shelves being empty. And none of this stuff was happening when Trump was in office. Um, so the, the person wrote, nobody is doing it. Uh, liberals are passing laws to make it easier to cheat. And how can we fight this? If anyone has been listening to the Real People USA podcast, you know I've already outlined how we can uh, stop the cheating. I'm working with several candidates and we do have a method in place, if not to stop the cheating, to identify the cheating and take the uh, argument to court. So we have that in place. Um, Again, the person is very fond of Project Veritas and she really hates the media. And I let her know that the media, even though it's 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 out there and people are disgusted with it. Donald Trump beat the media. Donald Trump beat the Hollywood industrial complex. Donald Trump beat big tech by the fact that he actually won the last election. And if it was not for cheating, if it were not for the cheating that the Democrats did and the fake Republicans didn't stand up and 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 defend the Constitution and identify that all the cheating and with the several rhino governors who turned their backs on American citizens, Donald Trump would be the president today. So this um, this person continued to speak her mind about uh, some of the some of the issues, some of the things that she's concerned about. And she believes that people are waking up slowly. Uh, she may, she kind of feels it may be too late. And uh, again, she talks about the liberal cult. And my take on that is that uh, the, the American people have uh, waken up, or they have uh, be, become alive and elevated their their knowledge of the things that are going on. And one of the signs you can tell is that you have people here in California who are leaving the state because of the things that the, this governor Newsom is doing. Just the other day, it, it was reported that 56% of San Francisco Bay residents plan on leaving the state within one to two years. The San Francisco Bay Area has a population somewhere between six and eight million people depending on where you draw the borders of, of what, what is considered the San Francisco Bay Area. Six to eight million people is about two million households. So that tells you that people would not uh, want to leave the state if they were comfortable and they were uh, in agreement with what the Democrats are doing in this state of California. So how does this play out for the GOP uh, existing members of Congress? And more importantly, how does it play out for GOP candidates running for Congress? Well, based on what this lady is saying, uh, she is not happy with GOP candidates. Uh, She feels 
just based on uh, the words that we have sp- spoken back and forth. And, and most of these words are mine, deciphering what she has said. And uh, so I'm, this, this, this is, these are really my words, but I'm, I'm looking, I'm reading between the lines about what this lady has said about not wanting to support GOP candidates. And I don't blame her. You know, we have GOP candidates now that are, in her words and some things that I've seen, are money grubbing, shallow in person, hide behind the curtain, want my money but don't care about my votes. <laughs> That's kind of how she sees it. And uh, and I think she's right. Because I've seen, just over the last two years, I've seen candidates in person and... Uh, they bring no excitement to the campaign, none. And I've seen some candidates, I'm talking about GOP candidates, that believe it's like uh, uh, the American Idol or uh, Star Search. You know, it's it's entertainment time. Yes, they they are the big deal. You know, they have the you know the expensive clothes on. They're entertaining the crowd, but they don't have a strong platform message. And, and then I've seen candidates who do pretty good, but they don't have the internal infrastructure to build a, a pledged voter database. So essentially what this lady is saying is she's not the first person that I interacted with. About two months ago, I interacted with a Monterey County person just who out of the blue, again, like I said, I only have like maybe 30, 40, 50 followers. Like I said, I'm not really into that. So when you have just 30, 40, 50 followers on uh, maybe two or three platforms and someone replies to something that you posted and it's not like, hey, do you want to join Forex? You know, do you want to, um, do you, are, you, are you interested in buying, uh, you, know, you know, products or services or something like that? When you see people that say things like that and they reach out to you. So what's significant about that is that you have these people who are in desperation mode. They're basically saying, someone please save my country. That's what they're saying. Save my country because, you know, they're just kind of in desperation mode. And they see these candidates out there, you know, flashing, uh, asking for money not having a strong platform all over social media, but not really, you know, making a stand in person, uh, bragging about how much money they have raised. So what is, you know, raising a bunch of money do for the GOP voter who does not see like a strong platform for people to, uh, for, to, to, to grasp, grasp to? I mean, I'm just, I'm, I'm just, re- I'm just saying things based on what I'm hearing, uh, I'm saying thing based on what people are telling me. I'm looking at several candidates who are running, some that plan on getting into the congressional race. And they're saying, Rick, at Real People USA, how can I make a difference? And I was speaking with someone today in Arizona and, uh, you know, they were going back and forth whether they should run for state office or run for Congress. 
and uh, they were, you know, working with some local state people, like a consulting group or a pack. And this pack, and I, I hate to say it this way, but the pack is lagging. This person has been calling and emailing and saying, "What am I supposed to do next?" And the pack is like, "Well, we'll get back to you." I mean, we're not talking about um, we're not talking about you know scheduling like a, a catering event for a wedding or a party where everyone's going to be kicking it, drinking, and eating food. We're talking about preparing someone who is going to run for Congress to be a warrior. Like uh, another candidate, his name is Ruben Young. He always says he's running for District 23 Congress. He says all the time that we are in a war. And that war is, is uh, right here. It's not like something coming you know, two to four years from now. It is an actual war that we're in. We're in the war to protect our Constitution. We are in a war to stop the rise of communism that's trying to, you know, kill capitalism. So this person that reached out to me and she's not the first or like I said, she's not the first. There's been another woman. There's been two uh, guys. People are saying, you know, who's going to help the GOP, you know, fight Now, who's going to help the GOP fight? And so far, based on what voters are saying, not just me, I mean, I see it too. But when you have input coming from voters that I've never met, people that I'm not even sure where they're from, but these are people that are not uh, what they call uh, bots. These are people who are passionate and they are concerned with the future of the Republican Party. And they're not happy. So anyway, this is Rick Napier, the founder at Real People USA. I just had to do this short impromptu uh, podcast episode to let people know, especially GOP candidates, uh, uh, perhaps GOP members of Congress, that you need that GOP members of Congress need to step up their game and, and, and serve the people of the United States and GOP candidates. You need to do better. You need to do better, have stronger platform messages, be out there with the people. Um, Don't look at the money that they're sending as your ultimate goal. You know, use the money to communicate with the people where where they are in their lives, where they're at in their in their cities. So anyway, Rick Napier, the founder at Real People USA, I can be reached at 602-805-7000. My website is rpusa.org and effective about a a week or two weeks from now, uh, Real People USA will be a formal LLC because now is the time to make this Real People USA platform official. Take care. make Make it a great day.